Welcome to Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. I'm your host, Crystal Andrus Morissette, founder of the SWAT Institute. Women are being called right now to help heal this world. And it's time for a radio podcast that shows the how we're going to do just that, empowering one woman at a time. Now let's get to it. Mm, I'm always so excited on the first Friday of every month because I open up my phone lines and I never know who's going to call in. So I'm always so grateful when I see women in our private conference line who have raised their hand to say they'd love to do some coaching today. And that's what we're going to do. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and I am going to be your coach today. I'm always uh, so grateful, like I said, when there are women that call in to get coached. I'm always so grateful to those of you that are listening live um, through your webcast, uh, through your computer or your phone. And of course, I'm always so crazy grateful to those of you who subscribe to my channel and who um, who listen through iTunes or SoundCloud. So, so, so grateful to all of you. Couldn't do this without you. And you must know that I really, really love what I do. If you can't tell by the joy in my voice. Um, I always say, you know, you know you're onto something when it lights you up, when it gives you energy, when it makes you feel good. That doesn't mean sometimes it doesn't scare you too, right? Fear and desire are right one on top of the other. Fear and then desire is right on top of fear. So sometimes when we feel scared, I say, try to reframe it into excitement. I want to do this. I'm a little, it's, I'm nervous, but those butterflies or that little is, um, is excitement. And, um, like I said, just always remind yourself when you feel a little bit scared of something, just one little vibration higher, so to speak, one little emotion higher, not little emotion. They're all important emotions, but one emotion that resonates just a little more empowered than fear is desire. If you weren't afraid, what would you do? If you could wave a magic wand, what would you do? You don't have to do it yet. That's the great part about fear. You don't have to do it yet, but desire at least starts telling you, hey, this, this, I, if it could all work out, if I knew that I, I could do this and I would guaranteed success, would you? If there's a little voice in you that says yes, that's a good sign to move in that direction. So I'm going to go right to the phone lines because we already have uh, some women in the private conference room who've raised their hand in the queue to say, I would love to do some coaching and chat with you. So I'm going to just go straight to the phone lines right out of the gate today and say, hey, who's this? Is it is it Crystal? Hello. Crystal and Crystal. Crystal and Crystal sitting in a tree. K no, I'm only kidding. That's not right. Crystal, how are you? And I'm so grateful that you called in today. What do you want to chat about? Um, well, from what you just said, I think I'm kind of caught between fear and desire. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so in the Emotional Edge 2.0, I'm, I'm coming up on a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I feel like I've hit a point where I've maybe been wearing a blindfold all of my life and I'm looking around at my life now and I almost feel like I'm freezing in place. I don't even know where to start. Okay. Okay. I totally understand. I really do. I get that. Sometimes when the veil has been lifted and I do want to say I'm on internet. That's how I'm, I just thought I'd throw that in there because if at any point I stop for a second, it means my internet's gone down and we're just going to edit that out and we're just going to carry on. So I, I want to, I want to just anyone that's just wondering, what are we talking about? I'm teaching a course right now at the SWAT Institute, www.swatinstitute, just like special weapons and tactical, but we're simply woman accredited trainers, swatinstitute.com. We're teaching a course. It's live. It's called the Emotional Edge 2.0, and Crystal is taking that course with me. And we just finished class eight. We have one last bonus class next week. Um, and so through these last eight weeks, you feel like uh, the veil has been lifted. And you're starting to wonder, have I been, have I had a blindfold on my whole life? Um, most of us do until we do this work, though, Crystal. I like saying my own name. Crystal, Crystal, Crystal. 
I love you, Crystal. Um, but until we do this kind of work, it's like, but if you don't know, you don't know. And you can't be mad at yourself for what you didn't know until you know. And then once you know, you know. So uh -huh. let's talk about what's coming up for you. Because you also said, I think I'm right between fear and desire. So I would always say to a woman, do not make any major decision when you're in fear or desire. You're not in the energy yet. You're not in woman energy fully yet to be able to really do that with a level of inner truth and neutrality. Um, you might be feeling courageous and you might be starting to feel you have the courage to make some changes. So let's just stay with the fear. Let's talk about the fear and then let's talk about the desire and then we're gonna, I'm going to meet you right where you're at and we're going to go from there. So let's talk about the first thing without overthinking it. I am afraid that of that my life's going to blow up now. Yeah, that's always the big fear, by the way. Like we're yeah. so afraid. <clears throat> we're so afraid. It's almost like, and I can say this, um, it's almost like even in my own life, I remember when all of a sudden I'd have a click and I'd go like, what the hell was I thinking? Oh my good God, have I been, have I had my head stuck up my ass this whole time? Like, how did I not see this? But you also have to know that the word denial really stands for didn't even notice I am lying to myself didn't even notice I am lost, didn't even know. And the great thing about denial is once all of a sudden it's lifted, it doesn't mean you're going to blow your life up because that sounds scary, doesn't it? Like no one wants yeah. you to blow your life up. Don't blow your life up. <laughs> okay? Do not blow your life up. So let me just ask you this. If you weren't afraid of blowing your life up, what would you... What would you want to see? Where, what do you, if you could just sort of wave a magic wand? You don't have to worry yet about the fear, but because we don't have to do anything with fear, we just know I don't want to blow my life up. Okay, before we even get to that, what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't want to destroy my marriage. I don't want to destroy my children. I don't want to destroy my income. I don't want to destroy my body. What does that mean when you say I don't want to blow my life up? Well, I've been in the same job for 23 years and I'm just. I'm only there now for the money. Um, and I've been married to an alcoholic for 17 years, an alcoholic narcissist, no less. Um, um, is he still drinking or is he in is He, he quit recovery? two years ago. He slipped up once. And that's just it. I think, I think um, at his core, he's a, he's a good man. And that's why I, I mean, even though he pisses me off to no end, um, I need to figure out a way to be in this marriage again because I I, I, couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. So yeah. when he would drink, I'd walk away. And so now we are so disconnected that yeah. my 14-year-old daughter described us to her friend the other day like roommates who tolerate each other. Yeah, and that's not, that's not fun for any of you, including your daughter. No. It's not fun for any of you. So no. if you could, instead of thinking, I don't want to blow my life up that's the that's the fear and the fear always comes up like that what I don't want I don't want I don't want see if we focus on what we don't want we get more of what we don't want so I don't so what do you want I want a great marriage I want to have a fulfilling career I want to be doing something I love not just for the money tell me more about what you do want well those are all of the above I, I would love to have a great marriage um I would love to be doing something that makes me feel good instead of feeling stressed as far as work goes. Um, but I mean, when, I, when it comes to my husband, the bottom line is I don't feel safe being myself with him. Mm -hmm. Because you didn't even know your real self up until eight weeks ago. Right. And so, I have so in fairness, the so in fairness, I'm going to jet over you. In fairness, it's not entirely his fault because he didn't even know the real you you didn't even know the real you and maybe he doesn't even know the real him yet but he didn't even know the real you so you weren't showing up as a woman who who and i don't mean none of this is anyone's fault it's certainly not yours but he didn't even know the real you that gave him permission to be your man 
the man nope. you need and want and desire because you weren't even being your own real woman. <laughs> right. That's honest. So he doesn't know the real me because I didn't know the real me. And the truth is, he's a really good man. I know he is. And I'm a really good woman. And I know I am. And I didn't even know how good I, I am until these last eight weeks. I've had, had a lot of shame. There's a laugh of truth. There's a laugh of truth. I didn't even know that I am such a great woman. And now that I know I'm such a great woman, I can start showing up as the great woman that I am. And I can start communicating in my relationships with my daughter, with my partner, in my, in my honesty with myself. And I don't, because here's, just above desire, which is I want a great marriage. I want to feel good at work. Um, I, I don't even want to say the don't. Let's do it again. I want a great marriage. I want to feel good with my work. What else? I want to be healthy again. I want to be healthy. Okay, tell me what else you really want. I want to be able to speak without being afraid um, in order to put my needs out there. I think that's the big one. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. I want to speak my needs and wants. Without fear. What do you want to do it with? Courage? Yes. And, uh, and truth? Mm -hmm. And what about even with love? Absolutely. So what if I could, what if I'm being you right now, I could speak my truth with, with courage and, and, and love? And I could, I could resonate in a place of such love, self-love and self-acceptance that I'm not going to blow anything up, including my life. Why would I do that? I'm going to start learning first how to talk to myself with so much love and truth and courage. And no one in my family is going to get it at first. So I'm going to have to have some patience a little bit because love is patient right? Love is patient. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to first practice with myself. I'm not going to make it about them. I'm not going to blow anything up. Now, here's what resonates just above of desire, anger. And, and we're usually angry because we, we haven't done the things we know we needed to do to give ourselves the life we know we deserved, but we didn't know we deserved it. So now we're finally starting to figure out like I deserve better so I can flip out on my husband for not treating me better or I can just be like this is an inside job for the next little while and if nobody else gets it nobody else gets it but here's what I'm going to I'm going to say 99.9999999% positive your husband is never leaving you your daughter loves and adores you they're going to they don't have a choice they're going to have to create the space for you to figure you out because you are the mama bear of this entire family and your husband isn't leaving you. He quit drinking for you. Uh, no, he quit for him. Well, he quit for him, but guess what? It was you saying, I'm not going to live like this any longer. I'm not going to do this any longer. And he slipped up once. And even that, he's like, oh, shit, she won't tolerate that. <clears throat> no, no, although he did guilt me about it. But Who cares? Who I, cares? I think the big thing was I, I kind of felt like the blindfold came off and I was a deer in the headlights and I was afraid to move in any direction. Yeah. So what yes. you said with the this is an inside job for now is perfect because that's what I just, I wasn't sure what to do. Do I, I didn't want to stay frozen. Yeah. But I wasn't so you quite just sure put what to do. All your energy and your anger. Because I want to tell you something about anger. It is powerful jet fuel. But women oh, yeah. particularly have not been taught what to do with anger and they let it implode on themselves. They yeah. they they get so angry, they kick the dog, they yell at their kid, they break up with their husband, they implode their life. They don't know what to do with it. Instead of realizing I'm so angry that I've I deserve so much better than I've, I've 
allowed for myself. I am so damn angry about this. So I always say, well, if you had just the pride and dignity to say, I'm not going to worry about anyone else right now. And your daughter's 14. The truth is she's okay. And the greatest gift yeah. you could give her was you getting healthy. The greatest gift you can give her is you getting happy. With or without your husband. Whether he gets happy or he doesn't get happy. Um, but I'm going to tell you something. Um, sometimes husbands fight it a little bit because they're like, they're scared you're going to leave them. They're scared that you're doing all this self-improvement and you're feeling good and you're you're doing your body groove and your 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 cheek is healing and the tooth is healing and you're just starting to like really step into your power and you're laughing more and you're leaving the house more and you're not asking for permission and you're beginning to practice speaking your truth with us in our forums and you're going to sign up for mentorship coaching and then you're going to have a coach every week forever that you don't pay for <laughs> and every week you're going to talk this out with someone and you can call back in on the first Friday of, of August and every week you're going to have someone that you talk to and you talk it through with and you get better and you practice. You know, it just something just comes up for me. When I do retreats, which I miss so desperately, I haven't done a retreat in, in two years now because of COVID. And, and that's one of my joys. Like, it's a lot of work. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Some, one of the things you said is I want to feel good at work. I want to feel good with my work. So I will. I, and you said something about, like, I don't want um, any stress with my work. So I will tell you this, though. Even things you love, like if you like, I love my work. I still put myself in situations sometimes that I'm like, I have bitten off more than I can chew, and I am choking it down. And then once I've digested it, I'm like, Wow! I'm so glad I did that. That was the best thing ever. I love it. So stress isn't a bad thing. It's distress. It's it's when you've you're you're in a state of distress. Stress, a little bit of stress is healthy. It makes us perform. Like, I don't have any stress anymore doing this podcast or a radio show. But the first year I had a radio show, I had a lot of stress. It was very stressful. I wasn't in distress, but I was stressed out. I'd put my headphones on. I'd get in front of the mic. I'd wonder, will anyone call in? Oh, my God. And what do they do? And I'm live. And my first radio show was with Hay House Radio radio for your soul on Sirius satellite and sometimes my my internet my lines would go down I would be flipping out I would get off my radio show I put my headphones down I pace around my house for about an hour because I felt like I had so much energy in my brain my head was going to explode or if you decided you wanted to be a speaker and one day stand on a stage and tell your story because crystal my god you have a story to tell if anyone has a book to write, you have a book to write. And you're an incredible writer. So let me tell you this. Let's say all of a sudden you've got a book deal. That's stressful. <laughs> it's exciting and it's stressful and it's scary. And will it be good? And then all of a sudden you've got to go on tour and you've got to go on interviews and you go to, uh, you go to breakfast television and you're like, you're on. you got seven minutes. you got seven minutes. Okay, two, five, four, three, you're on. And then they start asking you questions and you're just like, what the fuck am I going this far? <laughs> like, I had to get up at four in the morning. I had to drive to the radio station or the TV station. All this stuff is stressful. It's all stressful. But it becomes in time where you realize it's, it is though I'm on the path. And holy shit, I, I feel so good afterwards. Oh my God, I feel incredible. I want to pace around everywhere and be like, oh my God, I just did it, I just did it. Or going on a stage the first time to give a talk, the first 10 times, you're scared shitless before you go on. And then when it's done and it's over, you feel euphoric. So I just want to be really clear that stress and feeling good with work, you're not, nothing is going to be feel good all the time. A marriage, a great, incredible marriage. And I would say right now, my marriage is the best it's ever been and we've been married 14 years. And I would say it's the best it's ever been. But there have been times in this marriage that it was, poof, not good. I wasn't speaking my truth. I was angry. I was angry about things. And I, di I, wasn't, I didn't know how to speak my truth either. So I, I let things implode on me. And I, I was, there were things that I just thought, I don't know how to even fix this right now. Like I have a... 
15-year-old daughter that's fighting with my husband and I don't know how to fix this and I didn't, I was codependent that I didn't realize they're all allowed to have their own feelings. I don't have to fix it. You're allowed to hate him and this is terrible for me because I want everyone to be love, 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 love. But there were times that I just, I, I, in my mind just thought she's going to get older and she's going to move out. Um, I wish I had better ways of communicating back then. I have them now. I have them now. I've practiced so much. Um, we made a we made a, a vow of yellabacy in our home. <laughs> we call it yellabacy. We're not allowed to yell um, because I'm a yeller. I grew up with yelling and then silence, like no talking. Like you yell for 30 seconds and then you don't talk for three years. And I didn't learn healthy communication, so I literally had to learn how to first... I practice so much with my dialoguing, which you're doing right now. I practice so much in my own journal, writing things, and then I'd write back to myself, and then she would, the anger would write back, and then, or the pain in my body, or the, 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 um, the seizures, or the hurting neck, or the broken back, or the broken leg, or the, like, I let all those things talk to me and talk back, and, and then I, I just got better and better at it. So I've just done a lot of talking here, but what I want to remind you is that even a great marriage, Everything takes work. I know you know this. I know you know this. Everything takes work, and it's not going to be peaches and cream all the time. Even deciding to become a coach, you want to become a coach. There's going to be times that you first start your mentorship coaching that you're scared shitless for the first three (laughs) or four calls. You'd be like, oh, my God, what if I ruin this woman's life? You can't. (laughs) You won't. But you have all of these little fears, right? So... Fear is okay. It's what we do with fear. So fear is, instead of saying, I don't want to screw up, I don't want to keep working at this job, what do I want? Okay, what do I want? I want to put a plan in place that I can foresee that in one year or in, excuse me, two years, or I I can see that in three years, I'm going to be in a whole different place emotionally, physically, financially, or I'm going to have a plan in place that I can actually, we, we don't just, we're not going to be in daughter energy where we just like sell everything and run away. We have to ease into this new way of being. Um, so I want to assure you, like you don't have to blow your life up. That's, it's just, you don't have to do that. But what you do have to have is some desire. I want a great marriage. That's amazing that I hear you say that. I very rarely, if I tell a woman who's in just a terrible marriage, I say, what do you want? In truth, very rarely does our deepest desire say, I want a divorce. It's usually, I want to be loved. I want to be understood. I want a great marriage. I want connection. I want us to have some intimacy again, even if it's just holding hands and kissing or tickling my back at night. Like, I just want intimacy again. I would love I'd love to feel great in my own skin. I'd love to want to make love. I want to feel so great at my work. I want to slow down. I want to take better care of my body. Those are all the things we really want. Then I say, the natural, normal emotion. And I don't say it. It's my formula at the SWAT Institute. The process is the natural, normal, next emotion is anger. What if I flip out and leave everyone? Okay, that's not the right, that's not a good plan. That's not a plan. That's a dumb plan. Okay? There's a laugh of truth. That's a dumb plan. Don't do that. But what you start to do is, what action steps do I need to take, even if no one else gets it, and I don't need to fight with them over it, although there might be the odd disagreement, but who the fuck cares if you have the odd disagreement? We don't have to blow up. We don't have to go crazy. You're going to learn to start speaking your truth a little bit more. I really want to take this course. I've decided to sign up for that. I've decided to do body group in the morning. Why are you doing body group? You don't need to lose weight. You look great. Well, I just want to feel better. Then you start doing these things, and that shifts you into the next emotion, which is pride. And the reality is we can't we can't continue to shift higher into our woman energy until we start feeling good about ourselves. We have to have some confidence, and confidence comes from doing those hard things. And instead of pointing the finger at everyone else, we start saying, what do I need to do to feel better about myself? I need to move my body. I need to, I need to eat healthier. I need to, these things are hard. 
or I need to just be so much kinder to myself, the way I'm talking to myself. I need to start having some pride and dignity, and I need to start realizing, wait, it doesn't matter if I allowed people to kick me around my whole life, the buck stops now. That train, I'm getting off that train. So if someone's rude to you, your husband or someone, your daughter, people at work, you literally first say in your own brain, and then you'll learn to say it out loud, I don't do it this way anymore. I don't do it this way anymore. I have a new way of being in the world. Like when my children hit a certain age and they met Julia, we, the yelling started and then I would try to over yell her that she was yelling at Aaron and then Aaron isn't a yeller, but every so often then he would yell and then I would yell and then we'd all yell. And then finally one day I just said, we don't do it this way anymore. We don't do it this way anymore. And like that. that was just a way of teaching everybody like, and I had to say to my children, when we know better, we can do better. I didn't know better. And I'm so sorry that I didn't know how to speak my truth. And I didn't know how to deal with conflict because I didn't come from a family that knew how to deal with conflict. They just kicked you out when you were 15 and never spoke to you ever again. And you're 50. So I didn't learn it and now I'm learning it. And now that I'm learning, I'm gonna teach it to you. And I want you to fast track my success so that you can be 20 and already know everything I know at 50. I'm, I'm teaching you this and I'm so sorry that I didn't know how to do this before, but we can't do it that way anymore. I mean, you have to be, you have to have the courage and the pride and dignity in yourself to say, Crystal, you don't do it this way anymore. And that allows us to at least get to the, the level where you're now entering woman energy, which is neutrality where you're able to start seeing the bigger picture. Like when I heard you say, you first started off with my husband's an alcoholic and I had to say, is he in recovery? Because he's not an alcoholic, in my opinion, anymore. He's not drinking. That's just me, Crystal, this is just me. Okay, I wanna be, people will say, no, once an alcoholic, an alcoholic forever. And I always go, that's, that's so shaming. Like if, if I ate chocolate cookies a bag every day and then for two years I'd never eat chocolate cookies I couldn't go I eat chocolate cookies I don't I'm in recovery I I used to eat chocolate cookies every day but I haven't for two years one time in two years well, that's pretty good so we have to let people off the hook too like even a murderer in Canada gets out of jail eventually even a murderer well, and I don't I, I don't say or do anything I don't um, I don't shame him in any way shame is his kind of weapon he's already, I don't he's already he's already got so you, you know what the thing is though Crystal, Crystal I'm going to tell you something though you I'm I'm being a coach right now I'm not being your friend okay I'm being your coach right now I'm being your teacher right now you grew up with so much shame of course you attracted a man who drips in shame and tries to use shame and guilt on you. He's very much like my mom. But we attract that. that. We attract that. We attract that because our wounded self attracts people who are similar to keep showing us where we're wounded and then we heal the wound and then we can either decide, do I want to stay with this person and teach him there's a new crystal in the house or is it just not going to work? And you're not anywhere near close deciding that your marriage isn't going to work. And I'm actually hearing you say, I'd love a great marriage. That would be relief to him. That would be magic to him. That would be music to his ears if you were to say to him, I realize that I grew up with so much shame and abuse. I don't even know if he realizes the abuse you've been through. He knows some of it, but he, he pushes, he's like, yeah, whatever. It wasn't that. It probably wasn't that bad. He invalidates it. Okay, but you invalidated it up until about three weeks ago. <sighs> yeah, true. You did. You did. In the message yeah. form, you would write stories because that's what part of our healing process is. You would write stories, uh -huh. and my jaw would hit the floor like I thought I was the only one. Like, And yours were worse than mine. 
that I was like, oh my God. And then you write back, I know, but I feel so guilty. Like my mom did her best. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. And that was the blindfold. Well, and so right that's why when you're like, he uses shame, but you encouraged it on some level because you literally shame yourself all the time. Up until three weeks ago, you were like, wow, look at the voice in my head. And I don't even give myself, you, you could say my mom did the best she could, but it wasn't good. It was terrible. And I have the right to acknowledge the abuse I went through. And I get to finally tell my truth to at least myself and my coach to at least have someone say, what did you go through? What? Let me be outraged for you. That's what a great coach can do. That all of a sudden gives you the validation. He won't validate. He goes, yeah, whatever. Because on some level you go, yeah, I know. But my own did their best. And then I love her. Like I, tr I forgave her at the end. Well, that's outrageous. <laughs> it's outrageous the stuff you went through. And I'm only hearing the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So you first have to give yourself permission to be like, wow, I have a, and I'm not saying you're broken. Listen, when I first wrote my memoir, it kind of, I think I shared this in our last, last call on week eight. I was kind of like, why did I ship that off so fast to a handful of women? Because I could feel them treating me differently from that point forward. They all of a sudden saw me through these 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 horrible experiences and must have just instantly assumed I must be broken. I'm not fucking broken. I'm more powerful than any woman you know, deep in my core. But yes, I did yeah. go through those things and I needed to purge them out of my body by naming it, claiming it. Then I could grieve it, then I could release it. Claiming it means you actually share it publicly with someone you trust and you share that's what our safe forums are for it gives you this place to like name it and claim it and actually have people go what are you kidding me what and that gives your little inner child some sense of relief oh my god validation and the more and more that you validate all those experiences that nobody's ever validated for you they actually go eh, it wasn't that bad no it was that bad and then some actually was that bad and yeah maybe I'm a white privileged woman because I have white skin but the abuse I went through in my family was terrible it was I'm gonna use the word horrific horrific so beyond unacceptable if your child went through that or my kids I think if my kids went through half of what I went through I can't, I, I, I can't even imagine I So you're still in the grieving process and it doesn't mean you're broken. It means you're actually healing now. You're in a deep healing cycle and it's incredible. It's incredible that you're giving yourself. So the veil that's been lifted is you actually acknowledging you. And no one else knows to acknowledge you yet because you hadn't. Your husband in time is going to start to see this phoenix rising and she isn't blaming him anymore. She isn't, and I, and I don't even mean that you did because you even go, I don't even say anything to him. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. But he's going to see a new version of you and he's either, excuse me, I shouldn't have eaten brunch right before my call. He is either going to join you or... He's going to be a little slow in joining you. But if you can just hold space for him to join you, you can have an yep. incredible marriage. You have to trust that. You have to believe that. Because what's the alternative? I'm going to implode and blow up my life? But don't even, that's not an option. No. No, and that's just it. When the fear came up, it was like, uh, I've stepped out of what's comfortable and I don't want to go running back to where I was. Right, because it's so uncomfortable, to... actually. That's what the truth. Yep. 
It was so yeah. uncomfortable that you're actually acknowledging how uncomfortable it was. And now there's a party that says, so what do I do about it? Do I blow my yeah. life up? No, you're not going to blow your life up. You're going to just keep this as an inside job still. You're going to keep mm -hmm. focusing on you. You are going to at some point move through the anger. And that's very healthy. Don't be afraid of it. I always just keep thinking of anger as action. What can I do? What would courage have me do based on these desires now? I have to take action. I might have to have uncomfortable conversations. I might actually have to say to my husband, we have been operating in a really disempowered, unhealthy, even abusive way of communicating with each other. This careless disregard for each other is, is really abusive, and we've both been doing it. I'm going to take my part in this. And I just want to tell you that I want a great hmm. marriage. Mm -hmm. I want a great marriage. Well, and that feels honest, and I, that is what I want. And, then, and that actually sounds exactly like what I will say at some point. Yeah. And um, I, just I don't know how comfortable you feel, but you're a brilliant writer. Start by writing him a letter and send it to me. Send it to you? First, let's start by practicing. I was going to tell you this. When I do retreats, and I started telling you about retreats, and then I said I haven't done them in two years. So when I used to do retreats, I had a very standard day that my team knew literally from morning until the, the moment we left. Not, everything was fresh and new because I never had anything scripted, but I had an entire process to the day. And there was one section of the day that I, I start the day off and I let everybody, we sit in a big circle, and I let everybody be... If they've come with a friend, they sit beside their friend. I have tons of delicious food in the morning and coffees and teas and specialty coffees and specialty teas. And, and I, I, I even get like cookies. I don't try to make it all healthy. Yes, I have fruit, but I even have like a, a nice sweet dip, chocolate fondue. I have strawberries and I want them to feel loved and, and food is comfort. So I start the day off with like lots of delicious, I say get a plate and I do all the talking at the very beginning and I just let them sit and listen and they're, it's safe, okay, it's safe. And then at a certain point I say, who came with someone today? Just raise your hand. And then I start pulling away the security blanket. Okay, you are gonna change seats with her and you are gonna sit, you don't get to sit beside your security blanket anymore. There's also some freedom in that. You can write anything you want in your journal. She's not looking, she's not gonna see. Then I say, I'm going to partner people up. You don't know. I choose who's going to be with who. I say, you two, and 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 you two. And I want everyone to pull in and out of the circle so you're all over the room but knee to knee. And then you have to have at least five to ten feet between your, your little two knees and everyone else so no one can hear you. Now we're going to imagine you're in a little bubble, the two of you. And for one minute, I want you to lie. And they all look at me like they're so confused. I go, just lie about your life. Lie. And they go like, they literally look at me. And I go, okay. And I used to do this way back when Angelina Joe, and Brad were together. And I'd be like, I married Brad Pitt. I have six kids. Um, I'm, I, and everybody would laugh. But I would just give them a whole series of things like, I live in Hollywood. I make $15 million a year. I have four homes. I, like, I just would lie. And everyone would laugh. And I go, are you ready? Okay. Go. So one person has to lie for a minute, and the other person lies for a minute. I go, okay, great. Okay, let's stop. I go, now, for the next minute, so we just start with the lying. Okay, for one minute, lie. Okay, and you one minute, lie. And then I go, for the next minute, for one minute, and it's timed. I literally time it. I go, for the next minute, just tell the truth. My name is Crystal. I live in Green Bank. I'm married to Aaron. My daughter's named Madeline and Julia. I was born in Toronto. I have blue eyes. Just truth, factual not opinions. I think I'm fat. No, that's not truth. Just this is this is my how tall I am. This is what I do for a living just for one minute. And then at the end of it, I say to the women, can you guys just tell me the difference of 60 seconds of lying versus 60 seconds of telling the truth? And without fail, the entire room says telling the truth is so easy. Lying for a minute feels like 10 minutes. Telling the truth for 60 seconds feels like 15 seconds. It's so, truth is easy. But if your life isn't feeling easy, you're not telling the truth. 
It doesn't mean you're a liar. It means you're not even telling yourself the truth. You're not telling your partner the truth. And if it's that hard for you to tell the truth in your marriage, do you, like, let's practice doing it here. So we get to practice our truth. So then I say for the next three minutes, tell the truth about what's going on in your life. Just, you're never going to, and I actually say, I partnered you with someone you're never going to see again. I want you to have the safety of a stranger who has no agenda in your life, who doesn't care. And, she, and I actually say, she came here today for you, and you came here to, for her. And I say, for the next 30 seconds, just look into each other's eyes and see her soul, see her spirit. Their whole room is crying. I say, just for 30 seconds, let this woman see into your soul. Tears everywhere. And then I go for the next three minutes. That's it. We're not talking 45 years of therapy. For the next three minutes, just say every sentence with the truth is. The truth is, I don't know why I'm here today. The truth is, I haven't been feeling happy lately. The truth is, I want a better marriage. The truth is, I, I'm in a dead-end job. It pays well, but I'm bored. I hate it. I'm not fulfilled. The truth is, I want to get healthy. The truth is, I don't feel healthy. The truth is, I speak with so much fear that no one even knows the truth about what I feel. The truth is, my husband doesn't know the real me. The truth is, see how fast that was? See how fast I just did that? That's for you. Yeah. That's your truth. Oh, I know. I was listening. <laughs> and so I say to the women, let's practice this. And then I say to the women after three minutes, it's Cole's Nose version, Cliff's Nose version. I say, I do not want you to be a coach and tell her what to do. Because here's the thing, Krista, we all have our own inner wisdom. I say, I just want you to repeat back to her in 30 seconds what you heard her say. So I'm hearing you say, you're not really happy in your marriage or in your job, and you want to get happier. I'm hearing you say that you want to get healthier. And I say to the ladies, when you're listening, See how your body feels. Do you feel like crying? Do you oh, I've been crying. Yeah, so that's your truth. Truth comes out in tears and laughter. Tears and laughter. There's little laughs of truth, and all of a sudden we just start crying. That's your soul saying, you're finally listening. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> right? So once we start to tell ourselves the truth, then we say, okay, the truth is I want a great marriage. I can't keep doing things the way I've been doing them and expect my marriage to get better. But before I focus on my marriage, the truth is I need to get healthy. I need to get healthy emotionally. I need to get healthy physically. I need to get healthy in my own skin. I need to get healthy in the way that I communicate to myself first. I need to get healthy, and I need to get a coach. So I want you to sign up for mentorship coaching. It's free coaching at the SWAT Institute. You can find it right on the top of the SWAT, www.swatinstitute.com. Find a coach. Pop your name, your information in. You'll be set up with a coach. Okay? And these coaches have all been trained by me. They're amazing. And Isabella our professor of coaching. They've all worked with us for most of them about a year already, plus done emotional edge courses, plus done, uh, now they're doing EE 2.0. These women are well-trained and they have specific processes. They literally learn the, this, what I just did. They literally learned that shame, then guilt, then blame, then grieving, then fear, then desire, then anger, then pride, then courage, oh, then we're into the truth. Right. And we have to move through those emotions and meet women where they're at. So we say, you're not going to make any major decision right now when you're in fear. No. But keep talking it out with me. Let's keep talking it out because one of the things that happen for women when we talk, and this is what we miss in our world now today because women used to have women's circles. We spent the majority of our time like patriarchy, things have changed in the last 50 years, but one of the things about patriarchy is that men stick together and women stick together. A church, the men sit all at the front, the women sit all at the back. In, in weddings, 
the men party together and the women go and sit over at those tables and drink coffee. At everything, in, in, in schooling, girls and boys are in separate, in separate classrooms back before integration of the gender started to happen. So women spent a lot of time together and we don't have that anymore. We, patriarchy has pitted us against each other. So just talking with another woman who has no agenda, it actually releases a feel-good hormone in a woman's body called oxytocin. You need to talk. Use your voice. It can't just be you writing in your journal. You need to talk. Tell me how you're feeling. How you feel right now? Just talk it out. I wish I could uh, go away somewhere for a few days so I could just cry some. Then do that. I, I'm in the middle of year end. I can't get away from work. I'm the only one who does my job. Okay, well, let's stay with that. So what if you knew, when, when is year end, when is your year end finish? End of, August, or end of July. Okay, so you've got 30 days. Why don't you book yourself right now so you have something to look forward to. Have a, get a coach so that you can talk to someone every week, even twice a week. You could get three coaches on the go at the same time. You could say to Sandika, I need to talk to someone three nights a week. Okay, we can arrange that, honestly. Um, book yourself something now for August 2nd. And book it now so you know you have this thing to look forward to. Say, where are you? Well, you don't have to tell me you're, but like, Okay, I see where you are. There's got to be somewhere in Alberta that is a beautiful spa getaway that you alone just go off to a spa where there's beautiful foods, maybe a pool, uh, maybe some mountain climbing, uh, maybe some um, just hiking, uh, great bed, amazing sheets, long baths, long showers, and just do that for three or four days. I would say I'm going to do that, but I already know I'm not going to do that. Why aren't you going to do it? Tell me why. Let's talk it through. Um, because I'm I'm a nervous driver and I couldn't drive myself out to where I need to go by myself. And okay. COVID, I won't be fully vaccinated. I'm not getting my first shot even until next week. Okay, so wait a second. Um, so you're gonna have your first shot. That's pretty. You're gonna have eighty percent. You're gonna have eighty percent protection. So what about having an Uber driver drive you? Like there's always there's a will there's a way. What if it's only for one night and have an Uber driver drive you? How far is the place you want to go? Well, Jasper's about three and a half hours. Okay, is there but anywhere if closer? City, okay. If I stuck to somewhere in the city, I might be able to do something. Of course you can. Do something in the city. You don't have to go three and a half hours yet. You're, so you're you're making it hard. You're making it hard for yourself. No, I was thinking Jasper Mountains, woods, forest, that would really be beautiful for me. Okay, so so when but, you say you're um, not a good driver, that driving out there is, is pretty, it's not that, it's... You're on a highway, but it's I've driven all over Canada. So driving to Jasper is a three-and-a-half-hour drive, but it's a pretty peaceful, beautiful drive. Um, but I'm a nervous driver. That's the, okay, so I, if, I, I've almost gotten into an accident not that long ago, and I, I, uh, I freeze, and I panic, and then... So we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you in a better place emotionally, so even driving isn't scary. But that's okay, one step at a time. Start with somewhere yep. close. Okay. Start with a spa, a hotel. It doesn't have to be a spa. Most nice hotels, I literally right now, if you were even my client, well you are, I would this is what I would do. If you were my client, I would do this. I would go, I'd go on to Google Chrome. I'm opening up Google Chrome here. Here we go. And I'm going to um, Five Star Hotel in Edmonton. And then I go the best five star hotels. In, and there's even last minute deals. There's last minute deals right now. So the last minute deals, the best five star hotels in Edmonton from Expedia.ca. I put in the date. So we're going to go May, Monday. May, I'm just doing this for you. This is literally what I would do if I was a coach. So Monday, August 2nd until 
the sixth. I don't even know if you can stay that long. Maybe you can't, maybe I'm pushing it. Done. And one room, one traveler. Done. We're gonna search that. And I'm gonna tell you some options right now through Expedia.ca. You could stay in, um, okay, there's a Ford, there's a Matera Hotel on White. You could get that for $125 a night. You could have four nights for $562. I don't know if that's a nice place. A fantasy hotel. There is... Oh. What? No. <laughs> is that the um, sexy hotel? It says very good. Fantasyland Hotel is... Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to stay there. Okay, Wingate by Wyndham. There's the Fairmont Hotel, oh, which is Fairmont. beautiful. Fairmont is beautiful downtown Edmonton there's the the Banff there's the there's lot that this is just through Expedia trying to get you a good deal you could literally yeah. just go on and what I'm saying is book three nights and just know you have that to look forward to don't be a victim to yourself no no I I don't know how hubby would respond to me spending that money um, and again, and my mother energy is saying my daughter would not want to be alone with him for three days. Well, take one night. You're going to go for a night. Take your daughter with you. Tell your daughter, you and I are going to uh, have a girl's night for three nights. We're going away. That would be something. Wouldn't that be a special stew with her then to start off with? My daughter and I are going to have a girl's, girl's time. She's 14. She's at a pivotal time in her life. We're going to go for a few nights. You can drop us off if you want. Go downtown where you guys can go walking together. You can go shopping. You can take walks together. You can go swimming in the pool together. Start with something that just gives you something to look forward to. And her, I'm doing this special mother-daughter time with you. We're going to do it midweek so that it's not as expensive as booking the hotel on weekends because weekends are always more expensive than a hotel. Take a couple of days, Monday, the 2nd to the 5th, the 3rd. It doesn't even matter how long. Just start to give yourself these special things to look forward to. Your husband might say, I don't like that. Well, guess what? <laughs> I'm doing this for myself. Because guess what? He's not going to leave you over it. This is what I learned no, in my marriage. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can do anything. He's not going to leave me. He's not going to leave me. He's never going to leave me. He loves me. He's never okay. going to leave me. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to leave you. Okay. So do it. And even if he I'm goes, I don't like it, I don't like the money you spent, just say, I know, but I need to do this. I'm doing things differently now. I'm going to start taking care of me. I want a great marriage. I want an amazing relationship with my daughter, or Catherine. I just know that. You're going to say, me and Catherine, the two C's, we're going to go and spend some magical time together. We need it. She's at a really important time in her life as a young girl. She's going into high school or grade 10 or grade 11 or whatever it is. We need some bonding. I don't want to be the scared mom that's afraid to drive. I don't want to teach my daughter that life is scary. I'm a woman. And I'm going to go and spend a couple of nights. I do it all the time. I haven't done it since COVID, but I went to California for a week by myself. Well, I've, I've, I've gone to a few places by myself, which my husband never thought I would do, but I did it. But, um, and? but it was always for some kind of a training. It wasn't, exactly. it wasn't ever just God for me. God forbid you do it just for you. Right. Ah. <laughs> so, okay. That's actually a really great idea. And now I can already feel you lifting a little. You've got to take action. That's channeled mm -hmm. anger. Doing that is channeled anger. And you, I tell you, at the end of those days, even if it's one night or two nights with your daughter, I think it's even better if you could do it alone, but I'd start with your daughter. I do these little special things with my kids. Not anymore. They're in their 20s, but I've always done these special little things. We go and get our pedicures. We get nails. We spend a night somewhere. I take, I take them in limos. I get the limo to pick us up and drop us off, and we stay in the penthouse, and they feel like they're movie stars. And even if it's only one or two nights, they feel like, oh, my God, this is where royalty. Royalty has stayed in this penthouse. Royalty. Celine Dion stayed in the same room. We're sleeping in the same bed as Celine Dion slept in. Really, I really have done that. And I get a limo to drive us. And they just think they're, oh, my God, this is so much. My mom's amazing. And I say, this is what life can be like. You have to work hard. You have to work smart. You have to be in your woman energy. You can do That's it. That's good. 
Krista, you can do yeah. it. I can. You can do it. You can I do can. it. You can do it. What would courage I have can. you do? Krista, what would courage have you do? Go have a hell of a good time with my girl. That's what you get should do. Get your hair done. Get your hair done. Get your nails done. Have a really fun, healthy lunch. Go in the sauna together. Giggle. Stay up late. Drink lots of water. Put some great skincare. Pack up some skincare. Even if you don't need to spend a ton of money at the spa, go where there's just a spa where there is a pool and a sauna and. Just do the things together yourself. Paint your own nails together. My kids came over. When was it? I literally painted my daughter's nails. I literally gave them. And I, I, it me. <laughs> like, me. I did it. I did it for them. And I just knew that they just felt, Julia loves to get her feet rubbed. I, I'm not their slave. But I just know they just think, my mom is the best mother I know they do I just have that confidence but it comes with you got to put the time into those special little things that they will remember when they're 30 and they look back they'll go I remember the time even if we didn't do it often I remember when my mom and I went stayed in that really nice hotel for two nights that was such special girl time yeah that's and she actually turns 15 at the end of the month and she's going into high school, so that's actually really great. Oh, perfect. You're giving her, you're initiating her into womanhood. Mm. We don't we, we don't do that enough. We don't initiate our girls into becoming young women. You're going to initiate her into becoming a woman. Give her that experience. And guess what? It's going to build your confidence as a woman. Okay. You got this. Uh-huh. Crystal, you got this. So now you need to prom. I'm you're gonna. I'm gonna check in with you. You've got to do it. <laughs> like literally, you gotta do it. You have to do it. And I want to see okay. pictures. And I want to see pictures after. I want you to post them in our forum. Pictures of your experience. Okay. And you have this special thing to look forward to. It's gonna allow you to get through. You're not gonna implode your life. It's gonna allow you to get through the next month of crazy work. Then you're going to start making some different plans. You can't just implode or explode, but you can start channeling that anger in a healthy way by taking action to give you the life you deserve and that you want. Yeah, and that was the missing part is what to do with that anger. I didn't I didn't understand that that's something that I could do. Yeah, you don't you don't scream at your husband. You say, "I'm taking our daughter for a special initiation, a rite of passage." She's turning 15, becoming a woman, going into high school. This is a big deal. I want to do this for her and me. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. And what is he going to say? I don't want you to do it. Oh, well, I am. No, he's going to say, well, how come you guys get to go with that? You because we need to do that as blood. a mother. And I, you know what I would love, honey? I would love for you and I to book something in September. You're having a, what do you mean? To him, you can say, well, I'm going to do this special girl time with my daughter. And you and I, husband, let's plan a date or something special we can look forward to in September. I want a great marriage with you, honey. I love you so much. I haven't been showing up as my best self. And I want to show my daughter the best version of me. And I'm going to show you the best version of me because I'm going to start showing myself the best version of me. Yeah. And, and, and why couldn't I have, even, like, that didn't even occur to me. Because no one ever mirrored it to you, showed it to you. You didn't have any role models that taught you this. And now you're starting to surround yourself with women who are going to love you, encourage you, support you, give you ideas. And when we fall off track, we go, that's okay. Hey, we all fall off track. Let's just pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and let's get back into being a woman. And we'll keep giving each other great ideas. Because you don't get enough support. That's why it never occurred to you. I've been leaking most of this time. Good. That's great. That means you've really released a lot of pent-up emotion. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. It's really Thank is. Thank you so much. You're so, so very, very welcome. And I just, if you were with me right now, I'd just wrap you in a great big, huge hug and tell you I love you. 
I really do. We don't even really know each other, but we do. And I love you, and I believe in you, and I, I think that you're amazing, and I cannot believe what you've been through in your life, and you're still this loving, amazing woman. So kudos to you, because you broke the chain. You, you're healing the legacy. You're doing it differently. Absolutely. Yay. Awesome. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you for calling in today. Thank you. You're so welcome. Well, that's it for now, folks. I think we had a really great conversation with Crystal. For those of you who raised your hand, I'm sorry I didn't get to you today, but this was a powerful one. And um, I'm going to be back August 2nd when Crystal's going to the spa. I'm going to be back on. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it's August 2nd. Um, what, what's the first Friday? It doesn't matter. The first Friday in August, I'm going to be back. And uh, maybe maybe Crystal will call in and give us an update on her her, her couple days with her daughter. That would be amazing. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I love what I do, and I'm sending you so much love, too. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us today on Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show to get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.